Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Joe. Was that the most fun you had watching a fourth quarter of football since Super Bowl twenty-seven? Yes, if you qualify it with the fourth quarter. I think up until then it was... Uh... As usual, in an NFL game, it was pretty uh, pretty nerve-wracking. But, uh, you know, eventually uh, our guys stepped up and made big plays both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, the bigger thing we were wanting to work on, I think we uh, made headway last night. We wanted to obviously clean up the penalties and then uh, work on uh, uh, making plays on the ball, which we did in defense uh, big time, especially in the fourth quarter. And then uh, I thought overall we did a good job of protecting the ball. You talk about clean up the penalties. I know Kevin asked you. He asked Jerry that last week. There was a lot of Kevin asking a lot about the penalties last week. What exactly was the the main factor in being able to – I mean, you only had three for 43 yards last night. Well, I think every game's different. And, uh, of course, every officiating crew's different. Uh, It is what it is. I mean, that's – you know, every crew's going to, you know, have a different eye for things and – and then, of course, uh, you know, I don't know if you watched the Philly game yesterday. I think they had five pre-snap penalties in the first half. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's a team that doesn't get penalized. And, you know, you just don't, you know, if you're, you're talking about human beings out there when you're talking about officiating and you're talking about players. And you just uh, never totally get your hands around other than you uh, focus on it. Uh, Mike made it a big part of practice uh, in terms of uh, uh, cleaning it up, cleaning the penalties up and, you know, coaches them up on the crew that's coming in, and uh, we'll continue to do that. But uh, you're going to have the games where uh, you get a crew that's uh, got their eye on something, and uh, you're not doing it quite to the, uh, you know, to the way uh, they think you should in terms of, uh, you know, following the protocols that, uh, you know, are, are in the rule book. And, you know, those things happen. But uh, we have to continue to make them a focus uh, because, as you can see, you, you clean those things up and, you protect the ball and you make plays you can uh you know you can have a big night like we did last night 
Stephen, last night, C.D. Lamb uh, was used in motion, and I think there was at one point 100% of his yards and, and catches came while he was in motion uh, and moving around. It look, that's some an addition that we've seen for him so far. Are we watching C.D. Lamb flourish and blossom into a, a real true number one type receiver right now? Well, I, I, you know, he just keeps getting better, and that's what you expect. Uh, obviously, going to that role, uh, you know, is the quote-unquote number one, but Michael Gallup's right there, too. He keeps getting better every week, and uh, these guys are really playing well together. Uh, I think Kellen and Mike are doing a great job of, uh, you know, coming up uh, with game plans uh, that allow them to use their skill set to have success, and uh, hopefully that's just going to continue to get better. Uh, and then... Uh, you know, we're using those uh, four tight ends uh, to really help us out. I thought we ran the ball well uh, yesterday. And, uh, you know, I think things are obviously coming together on the offensive side of the ball. And then on defense, we got dialed in. And, uh, you know, you're playing a veteran quarterback uh, who uh, knows what he's up against. And he was getting that ball out of there quick. So it was obviously really hard to get to him. But when you, you know, have to move the ball quickly, sometimes you can make mistakes with it. And, Ultimately, we got our share of uh, the mistakes that uh, he made along the way. Now, you mentioned the defense. One of the unfortunate parts in an otherwise outstanding day was it sounds like an Achilles rupture for Anthony Brown. Is that, in fact, correct, or do you anticipate he will miss the rest of the season? Yeah, right now, it's looking like that's what he has. And uh, certainly, as you said, it's unfortunate uh, Anthony Brown's played good football for us for years. Uh, you know, we came into the season. Uh, we were heavy uh, when we did our roster, and we knew it was seven corners. Uh, you know, I think normally you'd carry five, but we've lost uh, two, you know, really good players, and Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis. But just like uh, Bland stepped up uh, for Jordan Lewis, uh, we fully expect uh, Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright and those guys will step up as well. So, uh, you know, it's a part of our game. All 32 teams have to deal with it. And, uh, you know, it's a tough loss, but we'll uh, we'll work through it. So you don't see any need right now to go outside of the star or outside of the facility to, to find another cornerback? You're feeling pretty good where you, what you have here? Well, we're always uh, looking to improve and have depth. And uh, certainly, you know, it's shown us, uh, you know, this year, unfortunately, <laughs> And that makes our second corner that we've lost. And uh, uh, we'll continue to uh, see if there's ways to improve uh, in that area. But Nashawn Wright's been chomping at the bit. He's gotten a few opportunities. He's one of our better special uh, teams player and uh, players. And, you know, this is when guys get opportunities, they shine. And certainly Kelvin Joseph uh, has been one of our better uh, special teams player this year and has filled in uh, good when he's called upon. And I think uh, – you know, given uh, the experience he's going to get, uh, he'll do well. Now, I was really curious if we could get some of your insight into the story and performance of Damone Clark as somebody who C3, C4, spinal fusion, neck surgery to repair a herniated disc, and he punched the ball out on that play that led to the Malik Hooker touchdown. So I was just hoping you could give us some insight about his return to the field and then how he's done on the field. Well, Damone Clark has just, uh, uh, you know, been an inspirational guy around the facility. Uh, hats off to not only our scouting staff, uh, our coaching staff, but uh, even more important, our medical staff for diagnosing him uh, the right way. 
they really felt like that, uh, you know, if, if he progressed as they thought he would and the type of person he is, uh, that he could play for us this year. And it uh, came to fruition. We knew that, you know, the flip side of that was he may miss the year, uh, but we still felt like we were getting a first-class uh, individual, uh, a leader type, uh, who really plays the game at a high level. And I think he's only going to get better. Uh, obviously, he wasn't really even able to start practicing until uh, after training camp. And, uh, you know, he's just done a good job, and he's only going to get better. And he's made up of all the, the right things you want in a, uh, a defensive player in the NFL. And Stephen Malik Hooker had an exceptional night last mm. night. And we've been kind of watching his progression back since uh, his injury, as y'all picked him up last year. So, uh, what's he, his veteran leadership added to, to what this team is? Well, he's just, uh, as you know, when we had him there, he was a top 10 type player uh, coming out of college. Uh, had some, uh, you know, tough uh, injury uh, things he had to fight through uh, that probably uh, pulled his career uh, back a little bit in terms of progression. But, uh, you know, he's a guy we loved when he came out of school, and uh, he's uh, fit in nicely here with what uh, uh, Dan Quinn wants out of that position. And, you know, he's done nothing but be a team player for us. Uh, as you know, he came in last year at training camp, and it took a while, uh, you know, for him to get to the point uh, where he was ready to go, not unlike Damone Clark. And he's certainly, a, you know, a guy who's really paying off for us. Uh, he's well-respected on this football team. Uh, he's a hard worker. He's a team guy. And doesn't surprise me a bit, uh, you know, that he's uh, – uh, rising to the level of play, uh, you know, that he's exhibiting out there uh, on our defensive football team. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have him and, uh, you know, a great guy to have on this team. And Tyler Smith gets in at left guard last night. Kevin, I know you. your question is, is that something more to come? My question yeah. is, uh, you know, how did you feel seeing him at left guard? Were you, what, what were you feeling last night when you were watching him out there? Well, that's all we saw him at in training camp and mini camps. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like it was a. Uh, that's all he practiced, which is all the more impressive as to what he's done at left tackle uh, for us. Why Tyron Smith's been out, uh, but uh, the great news is that's uh, that's all the only place he worked uh, uh, for the most part during training camp. And certainly, if we need him to man that spot uh, when Tyron Smith gets back, which by the way, uh, he's just doing an outstanding. You know, barring something unforeseen, uh, you know, we'll activate him to the practice uh, level uh, to where he's practicing with the team and feel like he's going to do really well. And then I know the coaches, uh, I know Mike's a big believer in, I know Joe Philbin is, you want your best five players out there, and I know they'll get our best five out there. So you believe that activation will take place this week then? I think he'll activate to where he's practicing. When you're on IR, DTR, your first step is, uh, you, you go just like James Washington did last week. He won't be on the 53, but he has three weeks to practice, and then you make a decision, uh, you know, and he doesn't have to go the full three weeks. He can go you can do it week one or you can do it week two or week three. Uh, but uh, once you activate him, then they count on your 53, and uh, you move on from there. So uh, Tyron will be doing the same thing James Washington did, and uh, we'll just see how that goes. Uh, it should happen. Uh, this week, and then we'll decide as to when we think he's ready to actually play in the game. Talking with Stephen Jones right here on 105 Through the Fan. Obviously, you're intricately involved with the Cowboys' salary cap and managing that. 
There's rumblings floating around that the cap will be 220 million plus. I, I was just kind of curious a couple of things. H- how do they release that information to you usually? And have you also heard numbers that it will be above 220 next year? Well, you always use your own, uh, you know, your own calculus, if you will, in terms of uh, what it normally does. And, uh, you know, you get a feel for that. We're getting ready to have NFL meetings uh, next week, uh, management council meetings where, you know, our, our, our salary cap staff and we sit in a meeting and uh, they start to project where they think that cap's going to be. We don't have anything official uh, as we sit here right now, but you're always trying to you know, use your uh, best guess, you know, your best efforts. And they project. I mean, they, they give us uh, projections, but uh, certainly subject to change. So uh, there's nothing definitive at this point, but uh, uh, we should be getting the first uh, look at, at what they think that number might be. But that'll be subject to change as well. Has that been more difficult the last couple of years with obviously the ebbs and flows of COVID and like expediting repayments? Has that made it more difficult to make those projections? Absolutely. I mean, you just, uh, when you don't know what your revenue is going to be, especially in the COVID year, uh, and then you're, you know, you're trying to smooth the curve out uh, for the players and the clubs, uh, then, you know, it puts everything, uh, you know, all your original projections yet. You have to go back to the drawing board. And uh, I think the league, uh, the staff, uh, the management council staff did a great job uh, of smoothing that out, uh, doing a, a great job to where, uh, you know, it's certainly in a situation where teams can get back in the, in the groove and the swing of things and understand what they're going to be looking at. But there's no doubt uh, the COVID year took a, uh, you know, took a big swing uh, at the cap and, uh, certainly, uh, I think all 32 teams had to work through uh, how they were going to manage through, you know, lesser salary caps than they had projected uh, before COVID. Stephen, blink twice if Odell Beckham Jr. is in the car with you right now. <laughs> he wouldn't be in the car with me doing this. I can assure you, he's got, you know, he you don't have long with these guys when they come in to visit, and uh, he's got a busy schedule and. Uh, you know, we look forward to our visit with him, Jerry and I do. And uh, I know there's a, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, from medical staff to our, uh, to our leadership council, to our coaching staff, right on down the line that are going to be uh, visiting uh, with him. And we'll just see uh, where things go. Is it pressing in your mind that you view this as a, we need help for this year, as opposed to, I know it could be a multi-year deal, but do you view it more from the perspective of we're looking for help this year and we'll figure out the other years later? I mean, that's, uh, I think this year is our priority as we sit here right now. And uh, no question about it. Uh, we've got a, uh, I think everybody recognizes we've got a really solid football team uh, that can compete to win a championship this year. And uh, certainly that's our focus. And uh, uh, obviously uh, we have, uh, you know, we've done our planning and we understand how future years work as well. But our number one priority is to win football games right now. And on your confidence meter right now, are you about Ooh. 85% confident? Where's your number right now? It's like uh, doing contracts, as, as I've always said. I never project and never guess, are we close? Are we a long ways out? Uh, you know, nothing's ever done till it's done. And a lot of times it doesn't get done. So we'll just. Uh, We'll just see uh, where this thing takes us. Uh, we look forward to the uh, next uh, 24 to 36 hours. Uh, 
uh, spending time uh, with Odell, and we'll see where it takes us. Hey, real quick, Stephen, last night Jerry did say that he might do something uncomfortable. Does that, was he talking about you would be uncomfortable because of the amount of money? Is that what he meant by that? <laughs> I don't know. But I didn't hear it, so it's hard for me to comment gotcha. on. But, uh, uh, you know, I think uh, anytime you, you stretch to make yourself better, it's going to, you know, and you're trying to make a deal, then uh, you can – you can be uncomfortable and usually the best deals are when both sides are a little uncomfortable and uh, it ends up working out but we'll just see and uh but i'm not exactly sure what he meant by that appreciate the time as always good sir uh best of luck over the next couple of days and obviously congratulations on that three-game winning streak appreciate it guys always great being on with you there you go stephen jones right here on 105 Three, the fan. Always great being on with us, he says. I appreciate it. It is true. Yeah. It is true. I think Man, most people feel that way. I just, and I knew it wasn't going to happen, but you were like, blink twice if Odell Beckham is in the car. I I was like, <laughs> part of me was hoping he was like, oh, do you want proof? And he was like, hey, guys. And then I realized that was very, And then we were like, hold on, how unlikely. do we confirm that it's Odell? And he's like, I made that catch. Do you remember? And we're like, oh, it is him. Yeah, nobody could have faked that at all. <laughs> Coming up next, we will move into the lunch rush and the expressway. We'll talk a little stars, talk about the Rangers and that epic signing, and then go around the NFC East. Plus, we will give away Cowboys tickets to the Texans game. All of it happens next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan, giving you what you really want on this Monday morning, or I guess now it's Monday afternoon. That's how long it's been going. But there's going to be a lot happening 
in this segment, and we will start by going around the NFC East. Now, it's always choose your own adventure in around the NFC East. We will be giving away Cowboys tickets at some point in this segment, but I'm going to warn you, I've been watching Reggie on the phone. If people are calling in too early before the giveaway, he's just dropping them. Are you serious? Off. That's what I'm um, talking about, Reggie. Off of the board. God. And so I believe that is what just happened. Do you even say anything? Do you say, hey, how's it going? Or do you just say, nope? Why? Exactly. Well, and it's the tough part is because we are trying to get people to call in if you want to bid on uh, yes. doing the bay with us bay. for swinging for a cause for Jared Sandler's bay. charitable event on Sunday, which is sold out. But if you want to hang out in our bay with us and we'll have a celebrity, bay. it's going to be a good one. And my baby is going to be there and it's going to be a big old fun time. But people are just like, hey, I want to win the Cowboys tickets. And you're like, hey, we haven't started that yet. All right. You want to start with the Eagles, the Giants, the Commanders, or the Dallas Cowboys? Well, the Eagles are still in first place, Gross. so I think we have to go with them first. Gross. Can we fire off cut number 38, then? Even if it makes me a Hurts, little bit sad. back, pumps, looks. He is floating it deep for A.J. Brown, who has it. He took it. And he scores. A.J. Brown took it away from Trey Avery and scored his second touchdown of the game. A.J. Brown, who said that this game meant a lot to him, scored touchdowns of 40 yards and 29 yards. He had eight catches for 119 yards and two touchdowns. The Eagles crushed the Titans 35-10. to 10. Like, I know we've talked a lot of Cowboys today. I thought that was a very impressive win. Yeah, and here's the thing that really is irritating, Kevin. Smith gets open pretty easily. A.J. Brown can get open pretty easily. I'm always shocked at how you'll look up and the ball's in the air and one of those two receivers is just standing all alone somewhere on the field. I'm like, how? How did one of how did either of those guys not have a man on him? Then you watch it and like AJ Brown pushed the guy down at the line of scrimmage or something. Or and then, you know, uh, Devontae Smith just shook somebody and you're like, wow. This is a tough, a tough tandem to deal with, and I'm, I am looking forward to the future matchup. But man, Philly is feeling okay. themselves right now. I don't know if this will make you feel that much better, but the whole reason, or one of the reasons that Kelvin Joseph moved up the draft board, is because he shut down Devontae Smith that is in true. college. That is true. Like now, there's a maybe whole, the best game of his career. There's in a whole bunch of other stuff, the problems that go along with that, and the fact that he only started eight games. Look, don't worry about all of that right now. You have that. Yeah, we'll get into to some Kelvin Joseph stuff later this week. Okay. Or maybe even later today. Ooh, okay. So, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown both had more than 100 yards with about five minutes left in the third quarter. Wow. And they were like, let's go ahead and pack it up. And then Jalen Hurts. Last week, I thought Tua should have been the second choice behind Mahomes. Now, Jalen Hurts is like, well, hold on. He had 380 yards and then three touchdowns passing and then ran for another touchdown. So, four touchdowns, 389 yards. Fantastic performance from Jalen Hurts. Wow. Are you like an Eagles fan or something, bro? Like, you know what's going what? on here? If you don't like that, you're not going to like the next one. The Eagles' defense was also tremendous. They sacked Ryan Tannehill six times and held Derrick Henry 
to 30 yards on 11 carries. So they were committed to stopping the run then, huh? Yes. That, uh, that front does a pretty good job, man. They are, they're really good up front. They're going to continue to be good up front. Cowboys got to, you know, figure that out, figure out how to do that. But, man, I think that you think that the Titans are good. I'm going to yeah. stick by last year. I was very eh towards them and in the playoffs. I was proven correct. I'm going to stick to that this year. I just don't. I think Tannehill's good. Okay. I don't think Wait, do you he, think he's good or do you? He's good. He's good. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's okay. exactly where I put him in the. All right. I got to rank him. You know, I got to put him somewhere mm-hmm. category. So might as well put him just after all the good ones. Uh, and then mm-hmm. th- so that's where I have him. The Derrick Henry part's pretty interesting, though. But, yeah, I, I still think that Philadelphia has yet to make that one statement game that makes me go, okay. I, like, I think you said it was impressive. I agree. Yeah. Because uh, you're supposed to beat teams that you can beat. I'm, Cowboys I'm, should be able to beat them, too, I think. I If you look at the Cowboys' run defense the last three weeks, it's been top-notch, and you look at that performance from the Eagles, I wonder if both of them are paralleling once more by improving their run defense. You want to go Giants, Commanders, or Dallas Cowboys? Kevin, let's go with the nine-win Dallas Cowboys, Mm. who are currently in second place in the NFC East. So there's about to be another fine, of course, because you saw the -the jack-in-the-box touchdown celebration from Dak and Zeke. Did and you, I loved it. Okay, which did you like more, that or the whack-a-mole? Oh, whack-a-mole's great. The whack-a-mole's significantly better. I think the the thing about the Dak one, the Dak and Zeke one, is I like how they backed up their tight ends. You know, when Dak was asked about the fine for those guys, he was like, yeah, well, team leadership will take care of that. He said, we got money guys in this room. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. And then so, like, they basically said, hey, NFL, here's a couple of birds for you. We're going to do it, too. Because we think it's fun and cool, and I agree with Collinsworth. I don't always agree with Chris Collinsworth, but I agree. That's if they're good at entertaining, that's entertaining. That was fun. Those guys got fined a total of about twenty seven thousand dollars. You, I guarantee you, Dak and Zeke get fined more. I you probably because I they make bigger that. money. Yeah, we get they make they have bigger contracts. Let's take a bigger chunk out of their pockets. It is still a weird bit that the NFL is like, you know what? How dare you? How dare you bring attention to that charity? And because my because Jess even was like Jess goes does the Salvation Army think it's disrespectful and I was like I do not believe so as it brings greater visibility and then she's yes. like well, that's stupid then why well, why they find them the tough thing about it though is like if now we're starting to like grade what is more uh, moral a you know like an additional over and above the rules then you start having to like discern which. Which uh, causes are worthy. So you can't say, just say it's for a charity and they're like, what charity? Which charity? I did the gritty for uh, the Boys and Girls Club. So I get to do it. Yeah, I, I still think like the, like Jerry's got to take part in the whole part of I did put those bells down there. Sure. But I didn't like I did put the props on the field. Right. I'm more than happy to, you know, I'm glad y'all took part. Y'all helped us out. Thank you. Yeah. And look, here's the other thing. That celebration and this celebration both happened when it was a multi-score game. So I'm sure they don't give a crap. They're like, let me know how much it is. And if the owners could pay it without circumventing the salary cap, I have no doubt that they would as well. So Dallas had three sacks yesterday. They have 48 sacks on the season, tied with the 1977 and 1985 Dallas Cowboys for the second most in team history through 12 games. 
1977 team won the Super Bowl. The only Dallas team that has more sacks through 12 games, 1966. Now, I know you might be like, well, hold on just a damn minute. Significant of that year. I thought we weren't even counting sacks then. There's a whole weird thing about team stats versus individual statistics and why they didn't count them then. That's a whole different thing. What is significant about that year, that was 1966. The Dallas Cowboys lost the NFL championship game to the Packers, which fed them into oh, Super Bowl One. You mean the game that should have been the Cowboys because there was a false start on the goal line? But they couldn't pick it up because they, or they did pick it up. They saw it because the freaking cameras were frozen still. I think, did the ice bowl feed into Super Bowl two? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I Is that not the same game? No. Okay. Two I, different games then. Never mind. I think, I'm not 100%, but I thought the ice bowl fed into Super Bowl two. But the point is, mm-hmm. they did make it to the NFL championship game, which is now the NFC championship game. And so you're saying that we're about to go to the Super Bowl. I. You're saying book it. I think we're going to make it to the NFC Championship you're saying, game. You're saying, boss man, we need radio row seats right now. Man. Because we're going to go to Phoenix. That would be, man, what a weird bit that would be. And they're like, we're back here getting ready for the Minnesota-Miami Super Bowl. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh no. Sorry, boss. We, uh... At least if it was the Philly Super Bowl, you could, like, hate on it the entire oh, way. Oh, yes. That's I, all I would do. But, yeah, so. I would just walk around, like, carrying Philly cream cheese and just throwing it on the ground. What? And throwing it on the ground. The whole package or you open it up and throw no, it? No, one, one tablespoon at a time. Okay. Yeah. I would like to see how that cream cheese... Watch it melt in Phoenix. How does that cream cheese fly out of that tablespoon? (laughs) I defy (laughs) physics on that one. All right. Do you want to go with the Commanders or the Giants? It doesn't matter because they tied. So I'm going to go Giants. Let's just lump the I'm going to go Commandos. Because the Giants are currently higher in the standings. Well, guess what? It all goes together because they played each other. All right. So... Now I'm going to go Giants. Well, either way, we're still doing the exact same thing. Is Taylor Heineke, who, by the way, looked like he was dressed up as Tommy from Peaky Blinders at the beginning of the game. Yeah, he did. He engineered the game-tying touchdown drive in final two minutes, included a fourth-and-four conversion from his own 27, and ended up with a touchdown pass to Jahan Dotson with one minute and 45 seconds left to play. The Giants tried to get it back. Graham Gano kicked a 58-yard field goal. No good. And then we went into overtime where both teams were like, you know what? Offense is stupid. Sunday was the first tie for the Giants in 25 years. And it was the first tie for Washington in six years. We go to the Giants' defense. They came up with five sacks and a turnover. And they played dominant for the first three quarters. And then they're like, you know what? 90-yard drive, no problem. Do you feel like these teams are equal? Like, I know they literally yeah. tied, but... Yeah, I, I think they're pretty even teams. Um, I actually probably, going into yesterday, would have given Washington a little yeah. bit of a better nod. But I think they're pretty evenly, uh, talent-wise, where they are in their maturation with their coach. Uh, I think Dable is... Like, I can't call him Dabes. Actually, you know what? I'm taking the tie as a win. Dabes... No, 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 no. I make the rules. Disagree. You can call him dabs. No, no. You don't get the full Dable. Like, did you see how, as they were going to shake hands after the game, how everybody kind of had this look like, what? Well, hey, the commanders better get ready. You know who their next opponent is? 
The Giants. It's the Giants yeah. again. So they're off, and then they play the Giants. In between, the Giants play the Eagles. But the Commanders and the Giants will get it going once again in a couple weeks on Sunday Night Football. So hopefully we can get some semblance of decisiveness out of that. Now, we talked about the My Cause. Will that be the ultimate winner? Will they just be like, you know what? We'll retroact it. You won the last game as well. As yes. This is- you know what? <laughs> I think that is what should happen. So you, now they're still 7-4 and four and 7-5. and five. And whoever wins this, double win or double loss on your record. That's how, if you're an NBC exec, you got to be all over this. Yes, Because absolutely. it's Sunday Night Football, and you're like, hold on, what? This is the winner of the last game yeah. as well. Let's go ahead and interview the leadership councils. They'll all go along with it probably. Now, Brian Robinson, I thought, had obviously a very logical and amazing my cause, my cleats. His was end gun violence. All right. Which, you know. I can get down with that. That makes a whole lot of sense given that he got shot twice before the season started. I can started. get down with that for sure. By the way, your guy, Terry McLaurin, eight receptions, He's good. 105 yards, and one touchdown. You see on that Sunday. touchdown catch? Yes, I did. I'm going to I'm gonna put him in some elite company. Are you ready? Do it. McLaurin is the sixth player in NFL history with at least 50 catches and 900 receiving yards in each of his first four seasons. Joining Mike Evans... Joey Galloway, A.J. Green, Randy Moss, and Michael Thomas. All Hall of Famers. Uh, I mean, well, a couple of them are still playing, and so that is an impossibility. One. Joey Gall. Well, I mean, Mike Evans is still playing, and Michael Thomas is We just discussed sort of that Mike Evans is probably playing. a Hall of Famer the other day. You don't day. think that Joey Galloway is a Hall of Famer, though, do you? I mean, we traded two number one picks for him, Kevin. Sure. Would you, why would you trade number one picks if he's not going to be a Hall of Famer well, at some point? if you really want me to answer that, because sometimes we don't make the best deals. I know that's probably not what you want to hear on Odell Beckham Day, but sometimes we don't make the best deals. I'm so happy you just referred to it as Odell Beckham Day. That made me really happy. Do you need an update? No. Look, I saw, I saw Empire Records. It's Odell Beckham Day. I like, like I get it. You're going to give me an update oh. anyway, aren't you? Nah, you know what? Now that I have the drop of you saying it's Odell Beckham Day, like, I'm happy. <sighs> like, I could, that was all I really needed. Son of a biscuit. You know what? This time, Reggie, will you go ahead and fire off cut number 42? I would like to hear that, please. Zimmerman recovers it. Yedlin resets. Pulisic's going to get there. Pulisic running into the middle. to the top. That pulled the knockout round match to within two to one. Then, of course, the Netherlands, or as Mike believes the team they played, Never Neverland, put another goal on. Oh, yeah, he does. Is probably a lot better people there than Peter Pan. Is so the Netherlands scored again to make it 3 1. The U.S. men's national team was looking for their first run of four consecutive World Cup matches without a loss. They really. They did not get there. They lost. So my question for everybody, you, Corey, you, Reggie, all the good folks listening, 877-881-1053, if you want to text in, are you now done? Yeah, I'm done with soccer. With, with, oh, okay. I was just going to say the World Cup. Are you done with soccer for good for four years? Forever. Oh. Yeah, oh. We, we we couldn't win that one. Mm-hmm. And this was only, our only shot. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the, our really only chance as mm-hmm. – 
how long is Pulisic going to be young? You know, uh, uh, I feel like he'll still be there for the next World Cup, right? How long is Ferreira going to be young? Nobody knows the answer to those questions. That was not the best performance ever from him in that game. Will Weston McKinney move to the other side of McKinney? You know, He's like nobody really knows the answer to those questions either. Play for the World Cup team. There won't be any more Ted Lasso whenever. Sure, that's technically correct. Whenever the next World Cup comes around. Yeah. So lots of questions there. But hold on. You know what? Maybe I'm back in. World Cup will be here. That's true. We will have a semifinal or the final, I do believe. Therefore, we have an opportunity to really make an impact on that World Cup. Know what I mean? Restaurant, businesses. Yeah. Vizine, stuff like that. Oh, my God. Vizine? Vizine, yeah. Lots of different options there. So maybe I'm back in. Who knows? How is that your second in the line of things that you were talking about? How is Vizine second? Mm -hmm. Well, because that's the way that's the way you do it or you know fire alarms in their hotel rooms you know mm-hmm. there's lots of different ways to rattle an opponent you know what i mean so i'm just trying to think up ways reggie okay. if you have a couple ways which how would you do it how would you rattle your opponent uh like just uh gathering a whole bunch of people outside of the hotel and chanting late at night there you go yeah you can do that okay have candlelight vigils for them and they're like, we're not uh, even dead yet. And you're like, man, you, think? you take every one of these in a different direction that I was anticipating. Car alarms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Ooh, can we send them like a like a poison pizza, like uh, the flu game? Yeah, Visine. That's what I was saying. Visine. Oh, Put Visine on the pizza. See, I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm not as debaucherous as you, so that typically doesn't Don't come to mind. Don't poison anybody. Well, he won't die. Can't they you just, just feel really bad. Real poison. Is that diarrhea. really your bar? You won't die, yes. so it's fine. Yes. Okay, laxatives. Are you? Is that better? Yeah. No, don't. Do that go, to people. Just take the fact that you have the second youngest roster in the World Cup and continue to grow those players. We'll just go and for add the youngest talent. roster next time too. Okay. We'll just be like, you know what? We're trying it again. From <laughs> the uh, from the eight one seven, is it possible to be done if you never started? So there you go. And you know what? I can't be done with FC Dallas. You know, I'm, I'm Dallas till I die. That's as right, as they say. So I'm like, I'm not out on soccer completely. Okay, good. And I'm sure that I'll have a kid again sometime and never uh-huh. play soccer. Okay. I look forward to some of those things. All right. We talked about the Rangers and how big of an impact they made versus like how hyped up people were for the Cowboys. But I do want to know now, specifically just focusing on the Rangers. The Rangers signed the best pitcher in baseball and your reaction is... What? I lost my mind, dude. I, w- I really had wished that I was around people who cared about that as much as I did. Because I know you guys would care. Like yes. if we were all, you know, at dinner or whatever, or or even doing the show in the middle of it, it would be like a, oh my gosh, can you believe this? We would have one of these, it would be a buzz that's going on. I was uh, at a holiday party and I'm going to say maybe one person was uh, had a significant interest in that, and that was about Aww. it. And so I was kind of just texting as many people as I could to see, you know, kind of gauge their interest on it. But I love it because I'm not looking at it going, oh, he's going to be hurt. And also, I don't care how much money he, ma- he makes. I don't care how much money they spend on these guys. That's their money. And to be quite honest, I don't think that it impacts what they're opportunities are to add other people or their okay. interest in yeah, adding yeah, other yeah. people either. Yeah. Like RJ, when he looks at this, he's like, well, it's going to gonna kill your ability to get these other guys. I don't think so. I, I don't think either. I think the Rangers are in this like, hey, we, 
You know, we have some money. Let's go spend some money. Uh, so I think they're very interested in making that happen right now. And I also, because you've spent that money there, Kevin, you talked about it too. It does alleviate the quickness that you have to get the lighters and those guys yep. up, but it also helps their progression. And you will have cheap pitching while they're while uh, while you have some veteran pitching to go to with it. So I, I was stoked about this. Plus, man, I want to watch good baseball. I want to listen to Eric Nadell be excited about calling a game that is really good because DeGrom is pitching a potential no-hitter tonight. And that is something that you get when he steps to the mound, which might be infrequent. Hopefully he's healthier here. I don't it doesn't always happen that way. But when he steps to the mound, man, you have a chance to watch something special happen every time. And that's something cool, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to make you jealous, Corey, but we did have friends over on Friday night, and a couple of them are humongous Rangers fans. Jealous. And they were driving over when the news broke. So as soon as the door opened, yeah. it was like hugs and everything. I was like, did you listen to the radio on the way over here? And he checked Twitter, and he's like, no, why? What happened? Do you know anybody that was on radio? while it happened i do i watched the video of you what (laughs) of the get right breaking the news and was it kevin gray and then that broke the news and reggie was like getting ready like he was like bonkering down he's like okay what what are we doing that's right and that's why live and local all the time that's why you got to listen because the news got broken right here on 105.3 The Fan. Didn't take two and a half days for somebody else to hit it. Excellent. We also talked about it Saturday at the fan Christmas party on air. So, yeah. Sean we- was trying to get me to hate on it. He was. He was because he wanted somebody to agree with Choppy. And he was like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Now, man, I, I, I am a little jealous that you were able to do that and that you were on air during that time because that's a, that's a fun moment. Like. Did you feel the buzz of it? As it, oh yeah, I yeah? got I got some yelling off. You know what I mean? I talked about the fact that uh, Ray Davis was putting the money on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, and no, I, it's really does. I found it more indicative of the culture that the organization is trying to craft, like this idea of being aggressive. Ray Davis, in the few times that we've actually gotten a chance to hear from him, yeah, um, when he spoke into that microphone, made it very clear that they want to be aggressive and they desperately want to win. And I do appreciate that mindset and the fact that they are going for it in these ways. So that's one of the reasons why I'm like, yeah, I don't think that they're done, right? This is what we saw last offseason where they got Corey Seager and we were like, cool. And they said, no, 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 there's there's more to come on this. And I think this is going to be a similar offseason. And the concern, I get it. The concern always comes back to the injuries. I saw somebody say yeah. he, he hasn't pitched, pitched at least 100 innings since 2019. Now, he was healthy in 2020. We just got the Shortened season. truncated version of 2020. And if your counter-argument is Woody would have stayed healthy, like clearly I can't project that. But before that, oh, yeah. that's very Stephen Jones of you. Yeah, absolutely. I can't project that. I did love his answer about the cap, though, <laughs> yeah. is – 2018, Cy Young. 2019, Cy Young. 2020, third place for Cy Young. 2021, he missed, I think, a little bit more than half the season and finished ninth in the Cy Young voting. 92 innings pitch, something in there? Yeah, he was on pace to have the greatest season we've seen of pitching since they raised the mound, or since they lowered the mound, excuse me. And unfortunately, that's the hook, right? Right is 2021. You will never 
you never would have gotten that Jacob deGrom on the open market. The Mets would have been like, here's the check. Let us know what to make it out for. But he did get hurt that year. And then obviously he did get hurt last year as well. That is the only reason you're in position to go ahead and make this move. And the thing about it that is still so intriguing, even with all of that in mind, his ERA in 2021 was 1.08 through 15 starts. Yeah, that's the thing is I was going to say is when he's injured, it's, yeah, that's problematic. It happens. When he comes back, it's not like ramp up time. It is immediately yeah. best pitcher in the league type stuff. Last year, he had he got hurt. His whip was 0.75. If you have a whip below one, that is madness. And that's the whole reason that you have him there. So for every person who's apprehensive about the signing, I 100% understand why. You would not be able to make this deal if it weren't for those things that come along. And I, Corey, you said something earlier about adding talent, and I'm here for it. And Reggie, you said they're not done yet. I'm here for the idea of a rotation that is DeGrom, Rodon, Perez, Gray, and then if you think it's Odorizzi, if you, you think it's Do you feel like it has Dunning, to be Rodon, though? Because that's that's really high level. In Italian, the... like whoever okay. whoever your substitute person is. That is an is, interesting person of interest yeah, right there. Yeah, whoever your substitute person is, is like, I'm here for it because, as Corey said, I think it buys you time but also gets you closer to competing. I know at some point when push comes to shove, if you don't develop these young pitchers or these young position players, you're never going to do Jack S unless you're the 97 Florida Marlins. All right. But in the meantime, I like the idea that they're like, we hear you. We don't spend money and we're not competitive. Let's go get guys to see if they can make us competitive. We're going to switch out all of our pitching coaches. We're going to switch out our manager. We're going to switch out our GM. It might work. It might not. But Rangers fans, I hope you see, they're giving you something. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying. They're trying. That's a a huge deal uh, to try and put a competitive team out on the field. That's the the part of being in the conversation as opposed to just being out of it and going, man, what, what are we hoping for? You know, all the conversation of what are we acquiring all these picks for? What are we acquiring all these uh, these uh, these minor leaguers for? Why are we doing this? This this definitely puts you in the conversation. They're being bold with what they're doing, and that's the thing that I'm I'm thankful for right now. We'll see how it works out on the field whenever winter or uh, whenever February rolls around. Sure. Whenever we head to spring training, which by the way, Kevin, I've been told we're heading to spring training. That we uh, are. So looking forward to being out there and talking to them about stuff and seeing how that goes. And then for the 903, that and the fact that you were willing to give him two to three years longer than anybody else, you don't know that. Like, you, that's just a guess on your part. And the money over five years was a, was very close to what we thought it was going to be if you went over four years. Well, even if that's the only reason... <clears throat> I mean, that's kind of the, that's the tax, yeah. the Rangers tax. That, exactly. That's how they got A-Rod. And, you know, like, it's unfortunate. It ain't 2012 where I think you could have convinced Jacob DeGrom. He's like, hey, come here. We're rocking and rolling on all cylinders. Otherwise, if you didn't give him an extra year, if you didn't give him more money, why the hell would he come here? I don't. He wouldn't is the answer. Because he loves the Rangers training staff. Okay, that's neat. That is not going to push it as much as money and competitive. He respects Bruce Bochy. That's fine. You know what? He heard about Hurtado Barbecue. All of those are possible. I still feel like if they're like, you can win a World Series here, 
And I would be like, you can win a World Series here. I'll get Hurtados. I'll just bring them over to wherever we are. It'll be mm-hmm. cold. Yeah, it wouldn't be warm at that point. Uh-huh. Okay, no. I can't just pull you, up to no, Zabala's. No, 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 no. You've misunderstood. You sure. thought I meant the food. No, I meant the organization. I will just <laughs> buy them out and move them to no, wherever I committed. am. They're committed to the city of Arlington and Little Elm. But there's article after article. The Rangers offseason depends on how they address pitching. This is an incredible kind of first step that... Sure, it could backfire. If you tell me we go to spring training and Jacob DeGrom is going to be out there pitching, I'm going to lose my freaking mind and be stoked. But on the flip side, if you're like, yeah, he pulled his oblique and we're just not really sure he might be ready in May, I get it. And I know everyone's going to be like, I told you, I told you it was a mistake. But in this moment, I think it's amazing that they made this deal and I can't wait to see what happens next. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next... It's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. But before we get to any of that... And my tease was going to crush, too. Let's give something away! 877-881-1053, caller number 10. We'll win a pair of party passes courtesy of Miller Lite to Sunday's game between the Cowboys and the Texans. All you got to do, be caller number 10. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. And next up, Freggy, the Odell Beckham Jr. update you've been waiting no. for. No! Next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.